Welcome to We Are Venomaniacs, the Venom Site's official podcast for all of your symbiote news, reviews, and point of views. My name is Orion, and I'm joined by my fellow co-hosts, Carlos. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Tyler. Been 100 years. And Aaron. I don't have anything cringy to say, so hi. <laughs> yes. We got this covered, Aaron. Don't worry about it. It's all cool. At long last, yes, we are back for uh, reviewing new Symbiote comics after the COVID-19 industry shutdown. Today, we're reviewing the long-awaited conclusion to Venom Island, Venom, issue number 25, as well as Scream, Curse of Carnage number 6, which is the first issue of the second story arc and the series' first digital-only issue. More on that in a bit. So let's first recap what happened with uh, Venom Island. Previously, Eddie went Duke versus Predator against a Cletus-less Carnage symbiote after it had captured the Venom symbiote, leaving Eddie nearly defenseless and uh, save for a cache of weapons stored on Isla de Huesos. Um, Eddie ended up losing a hand in battle before the Carnage symbiote finally took over Eddie and forcibly bonded itself to him. Meanwhile, Dylan experiments with his piece of the Carnage symbiote and establishes a link to the symbiote, which he uses to remote control Venom and transform it into a T-Rex to fight Carnage and save his father, leading us to this exciting finale. So, uh, well, it really opens up first with a huge monologue by Eddie, and it's like a huge recap for everyone, and, you know, I feel like it was a little bit appropriate, um, being that we've been now two months without Venom Comics, and this is the first one coming out, so yeah, it felt like a kind of like a welcome back to me at least how about you guys no i'll i'll agree with that i i definitely i feel like had this comic come out at the normal time it did i don't think i would have liked it as much because it would have been like i'm getting recap for everything i know but because of the large gap in between comics i i do appreciate the recap it's like here's you know brief recap of everything that's been going down and it was a nice framing device for him telling the avengers just to sort of get everyone up to speed well, uh, well, my thing is, is that I am getting pretty tired. Of, and this is just like my overall thoughts on like the entire run so far. You know, like I enjoy the book and I am interested in seeing where it's going. But it's like we've we've been doing this null thing like nonstop besides for the first two issues of uh, War of the Realms. But we're constantly getting recaps with a story that everyone pretty much already knows. I mean... This issue, this issue is a larger one, and like we'll discuss why that is later. But it had nine pages of recap. There's no excuse for having nine pages of recapping everything we already know. Just have one page. Say, hey guys, this is where it's at. And I agree that yes, sure, it's fine that since like we have the virus going on. But even then, nine pages of recap of stuff we've been hearing about since issue one, there's no excuse for that, I think. Yeah, I mean, I will I will agree with uh, Aaron Yeah, he, and Tyler. Yeah, we, again, we've seen this many, many times before. Um, but again, I did, I did like how, you know, Eddie was coming to terms with himself and he was looking more inward as his, at his character and 
you know, he was trying to see if, like, after everything he's done, like, was it the right thing? Was it the wrong thing? But it's stuff that we kind of already know because he's been saying it for, like, the past few issues. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah. Well, I would would rebut with it's not... It's not just nine issue, nine pages of recap, solely just recap. It's also, you know, Eddie kind of coming to terms with himself, really, and everything he's done ever since becoming Venom for the first time. And uh, we we explored some of that in the um, the War of the Realms tie-in issues when he was helping to defend uh, the city and Dylan against. Uh, Against uh, what's his name? Uh, I'm, I'm blanking Jack on Lantern? his name. Malekith. Jack Jack Lantern. Uh, J- J- uh, whatever his name is. Yeah, all that stuff. I don't even want to try to remember. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was like I feel like he, this was some good exposition for Eddie's character, at least. You know, him finally coming to terms. No, it, saying, was. Hey, it was him. Yeah, it was. It was him taking a long, good look at himself, like. Like, I genuinely thought I was a good guy when I was trying to kill Spider-Man. Like, what was wrong with me? Like, so that stuff was fun. And, and like, I, and I like the monologue at the end, too, like with the Avengers. But, but just, I'm just getting so tired of hearing Noel is coming, Noel is coming, here's what's happening, that, here's what's happening. That's completely happened. fair. It, it happens every three issues, I, I swear. You know? We're only going to get more yeah. of it. It's like, it's like a, it, coming up. it's, it's yeah. like, again, another, another reminder, right? And even like, even Eddie, he was remembering like all the cringy stuff and how he was act, how he acted back in the days of Venom Two, and and you know it's and again it's just like you know I just hope after all this it's it's going to be a huge payoff. You know I'm really kind of interested interested to see where they're going to go with the whole thing with the Maker and the you know the potential of the Ultimate Venom symbiote, and you know we're also getting glimpses of the next story arc, which Venom apparently might be going into the future, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be pretty negative in this podcast, and you know, the, y'all know that's just how I am. Like, I love like Venom to death. Like, I love this series. I just have a lot of issues, and I am. I was going to say something, I forgot what it was, but I, I just want something else to happen in this series besides no, 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 no. And then even then, the we good thought old days of Daniel Way's Venom. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean that's true. But even then, you had like three arcs that were about like different villains. But like even then, you know, we were saying like Absolute Carnage is going to be the tipping point, dude. There's going to be all this stuff happens, and then oh, it's just God is coming. You know, times two. You know, like if, if we had regular arcs in between all of this Null stuff, I think it'd be fine. It's just way too much now that we're 25 issues in and we've had nothing besides null but you know i mean i will say i will say for this you know we did we did get to see you know in this issue eddie he you know he's possessed and taken over by the the new carnage symbiote if you want to call it that and in, in quotation marks yeah. <laughs> yeah. um new carnage and, symbiote, same as the old ones <laughs> so like in like as i was reading it i was like had had a feeling like the at this point, I think the new Carnage symbiote inherits the consciousness of Cletus in some way. So I, I don't know how that's going to play into effect and later down the issues because you know, as you guys read, that the Carnage symbiote is, is alive and he just went into the ocean as a shark, which you guys pointed that out, making like a joke about it. And um, also too, like um, 
you know, it was it was kind of, I mean, finally, you know, Dylan, he, you know, he revealed he has powers, and Eddie, you know, he do, he doesn't care about that. He just wants his son safe, and you know, it. I mean, the issue. I mean, it did have some flaws, but it it still was enjoyable to some certain degrees. So it wasn't I mean, completely. He still, he still had an awesome Mark Bagley drawn fight sequence between a Venom T Rex and Carnage. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And the, there's one the panel in particular where of Cletus, where I think Mark shouldn't have put a mouth on like a the certain area. <laughs> you know, you know if I'm yeah. There were some mouths yeah, all what? over the T Rex, but that was definitely an awkward place to put one. <laughs> but yeah, like his artist. Art is always amazing. I just, I don't yeah, know, man. I, I'm just getting kind of worn down there, with the story. There's that one specific panel that I really loved, where it was the in the mindscape, and and Cletus like it's Cletus's head, but his head's melting off, and it's like the the, the oh yeah, like yeah. it's like it looks like a yeah, uh, that it was, looks like a like a clicker from uh from the last of us what it looked like. I thought <laughs> that was pretty freaky. I won't lie, but um. Also, too, like in the issue, like when I was reading on when Eddie uh, was talking to the Avengers, and I'm like, wait a minute, uh, what's what's going on here, Mark? Why why does uh, Thor look like Eddie? Like, is there what's what's going on here? It looks exactly the same. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I mean, I think they're both written by Kate, so you know, <laughs> so 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 I want to say Kate's has a type, but you know, <laughs> oh, and uh, guy. and and then uh, of course. Um, Carol seems to still have the hots for Venom. <laughs> yeah, I don't. You mean Eddie's I mean, beard? Yeah, it's it's a fun to meme on, but it is kind of cringy. But, you know. I, I think I think it's fun. I think yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it's funny, bad you know, like, like <laughs> yeah, sure, you know, it's always fun to say, well, well, she likes Venom, so Venom's a cool guy, you know. I mean, I don't know, yeah. You know, it's cool, but eh, yeah. and, and Sleeper continues you know. saving Dylan, who's falling off rooftops. So yes, yes. it burns. It's, it it's, burns. It's kids love Venom, ladies love Eddie. Yeah, and like I will say this, uh, there was a lot of backlash from that line too, and I think a large problem is that we've not had a, a whole lot of women in, in this book, so. Hopefully down the line that will happen, and but I mean, yeah, it was kind of weird just to have that line when we've had basically no women in in this in this book at all. But yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, it definitely needs some more uh, female presence in this book. This kind Venom of sausage and an- another female. So let me say <laughs> this too: uh, when we got that the that the issue was going to be postponed. You know, they had a the updated cover, and on on the front, like, what does it say? It, it says a lethal, lethal protector, protector reunion in the mighty Marvel manner. Oh, and what did we think it was going to be, guys? We thought, oh, it's, it's going to be, be a character, Carlton Drake. It's going to be Scream. It, it's is it going, going to be the be jury? The, yeah, but <laughs> and then it's just a creative team reunion <laughs> for a backup yeah, so story. That, so that was kind of disappointing. You know, we were that kind of hoping, you know. Uh, Scream was finally going to meet. I mean, uh, I wasn't really disappointed. I kind of, I, I mean, I, I didn't even remember that that was even advertised. So I had like no expectations coming in. And when I read this book and I saw, wait a minute, there's a second story. And oh my gosh, it's written by David McLinney and and illustrated by Ron Lim. It's like wow. That I mean, was I, me. I was surprised too because I'm like, oh, David's back. He gets to do a little story. I mean, I I thought it was great. I mean, it was you know, fun. It was a, it, 
It was hell. Yeah. It, was, it, was like, we were, it was fun, but it's yeah. literally nothing we haven't seen before. It was literally like, oh, bad guys. I kill the bad guys. I'm Venom. Good job. It's, it's literally <laughs> David Nicolaitis. Like, the exact same thing in 150, right? He had a story with Ron Lim, and it's like Venom shows up. Hey, bad guys. Let me take care of them. I'm good. Like, it was the exact same thing. So do we want to talk added, about that now? So like, do we want to move I, off of added, the main story now? Yeah. Or it, yeah, let's, yeah, let's we're, we're talking about that story. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay, it's just, so... It's Eddie likes peaches, and then he's like, we should call her some, something other than Venom. Vengeance. There we go. And then But here's ugh. the thing, though. Uh, this was a much-needed break from God is Coming times five every no, other but the issue, thing is, I thought. For me, I, th- I was disappointed but, okay. with this story because it was literally uh-uh. this, like, you're, you're complaining about you know Null over and over. I'm complaining mm-hmm. about David Michelinie writing the same story over and over. <laughs> I mean, how old's the guy now? I mean, just give the guy a break. <laughs> you know, like, he doesn't want to do this. They're saying, hey, we're doing another big Venom issue. You want another paycheck? Hey, just he can a, say know, no. Little... Hey, g- I, I give, give me one more Give me one more Michelinie story, and this time have him reunite with Mark Bagley, and I would be... Please, I'll be fine. Has please. he written anything else besides these Venom stories? Do we know? Because it feels like they're just saying, "Hey, you want some extra cash? Just write this Venom story for us." So, but anyway, but but here's my thoughts on this. Um, so Tyler, you 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 kind of made a joke about the vengeance thing, and uh, you know, I I still frequent uh, Tumblr sometimes, but I saw a lot of support for that because it's just showing that hey. Venom isn't just the suit, it's whatever relationship the suit and and like the person has at that time. So it's kind of cool that they didn't that they moved away from that name Venom and now their name something else because they don't stand for, you know, like murdering Spider-Man anymore at least in that moment. And uh we also got one more character, some uh, some a uh, new lore uh yeah. Aunt Martha. Yeah. Martha. Already. Yeah. Why'd you say that name? Why did you say, Why that, did name? say that name? Why did you say that name? So that's probably just Why another Martha. Video. Yeah. So I mean, I, I mean, that was cool. You know, we get some more lore. Who died you know, from cancer? Still, Who died from cancer? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, we made it ask Kate if she's actually canon now, but <laughs> you know, I mean, whoops. Who knows? Hey, Michelini wrote it. It's canon. Yeah, of course. But so did everything else he wrote in Lethal Protector. And what, look how that wound what, up. what was nice about this story was that it actually explained where Eddie even got that cache of weapons on the island, which oh, is yeah, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it kind of ties into that. So yeah, I did notice that too. Yeah. Um, I uh, will say when we first heard of Venom Island, this certainly wasn't what I was expecting. Um, I was definitely, well, of course, you know, I'm always hoping for like the biggest, coolest, most explosion-y Michael Bay thing ever, right? But, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, the Venom T-Rex is cool, but I will say, uh, Psych, who runs the Venom vlogs, kind of said the same thing. You know, it, you know, a Venom T-Rex is something we've already seen. And it's just something, you know, we could, oh, dude, there's a Venom T-Rex, it's so freaking cool. You know, there's no logical sense that it would make a T Rex, and but I mean, the, I mean, it's cool. Was, it was and a all. kid's idea. It was a kid's idea. Sure. The book, yeah, right? sure. And, it's, sure. and I think Dottie sure. just was pandering. Sure. You know, it's fan service, right? Because everyone likes 
you know, the Venom T-Rex form, right? So I'm right. pretty sure he did it for fan service. But it's not even the same design from Old Man Luke. Yeah, it's the alternate uh, universe, dummy. <laughs> totally. And it has, and then it has a mouth in its crotch. Yeah. Right. Well, I would say yeah. overall, I I enjoy this issue. I I agree that um, I know that uh, our friend Eddie's mullet here on the uh, on the Discord was saying how. Uh, he felt it was lazy that um, most of the pages in the first story was just Eddie's face talking. I mean, there was like four or three of them that were nine panels of his face. Yeah, I mean, yeah so it, 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 I, I, I agree that was a bit repetitive, but um, I'll say that, uh, yes, that's the overall sentiment is that we're getting tired of the whole nulls coming, nulls coming, the whole thing. Uh, just right. let him come it's, already. I can understand on. the complaints, but I'm still enjoying the book. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I am here. too, and I'm still buying all of the variants. You know, like we're we're shills. We just want to talk honest about it. And now, uh, so yeah, so I think Sykes said he's actually going to take a break from the book, but I think we're too engaged, and oh, you know, I we can't that. stop. You know, they got we're, us. We're we're contractually uh, got us obligated leaf, to so. continue yeah. Yeah. I'm, reading this thing. I'm going to I'm going to come into the podcast and say I didn't read the book and just listen to you guys the whole time. I mean, <laughs> so like I, so like after I, all, so yeah. I respect the man for doing it, but I mean, I just, we're just I mean, pulled I mean, on by the, the leash. We bo- can't bo- stop. Your wallets, right? Yeah, I, mean, oh, yeah. I mean, again, it's our it's our pretty much our flagship our flagship book, and you know, I mean, obviously. We're obviously going to still read it, you know, come high water, low water, you know, not every issue is going to be a home run and some issues will have its highs and lows, but you know, it, it is, it is a journey to go through. So, yeah. And I think it's, yeah. So I also want to say that it, now it's pretty important that we do buy the book because something could happen like with what happened to scream. So, and like, I guess we'll talk about that in a second, but okay, I would well, say, one buy the book physically, about. please, if you want to buy it. Buy it physically because there's some stuff happening right now that's yeah. not in anyone's controls, sadly. Yeah, so. I mean, you know, because we're, we're going through this well, pandemic, so yeah. One thing we didn't talk about for the book is that Future Tease page by Ryan Stegman. Yes. Oh, so, uh, got some pretty new cool, characters bro. there and pretty cool, big bro. stuff looking like I assume that big null event is going to involve. Yeah, now. Wasn't the Web of Venom Wraith issue supposed to be out by now? Yeah. I don't think it was supposed to be... Well, I mean, it was supposed to come out after this issue, right? Right. Right. But... It's not even scheduled yet. Yeah. So, I think I would be more excited about that page if we had maybe some more context into what happened in that Wraith issue, because it seems like Wraith is going to play a a big part of what's going to happen. And I think the free comic book is well. Well, well by now the free comic book. We're still waiting. Too, so. We're we're still waiting yeah, for them to put a date because I, right I. So I it really, does kind of make that page kind of huh huh huh. Yeah, still you know, big old symbiote celestial books. <laughs> yeah. So. And, and whoever Mister uh, Mister Tall and Black is, Mister Null Light yeah. or whatever. <laughs> Probably uh, maybe Eddie in the future. Maybe it's or still Dylan. in the future now. Yeah. Now. We have said no. Sorry, Kate has said that that is a brand new character, so it's not Wraith. You know, it's someone new. So it, you see, know, that's what cool. that's what everyone else was thinking on Twitter because I saw people like, "Is that Wraith in the symbiote armor?" And then people were also guessing, "Oh, is that going to be Lee Price in the virus uh, Venom armor?" And I'm like, "No, no, <laughs> no. Lee Price is not 
You know, it, it might be related to the ultimate Venom symbiote. Well, that's a, people were reminded. Might people were pointing out? Could it be Ultimate Eddie Brock? Possibly, we don't know. So, well, my thing is, uh, we've uh, jumped to so many thoughts and like absolute carnage and all these other ones that I, you know, it, it seems like the most obvious answer now is what's going to be happening. So, I think it's just going to be the obvious answer. It's just going to be Dylan in the future, or it's going to be Eddie in the future. But we'll see. But uh, <laughs> I, li- virus, I like Eddie, you know, Eddie's wallet in the in, in the chat. Says new comic day was supposed to kick off the next step in Null's never ending story. I'm just r- r- imagining like Null on the back yeah. of the dra- of the Grendel, like, oh. uh, like yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's something we can get a something we can get drawn to be funny. So again, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. So again, ladies and gentlemen, we gotta just hopefully you know. Marvel decides to put out the new comic book day whenever, but like I really want to read that issue so bad. So, so I did not see they were moving that to July, maybe, or maybe I'm just that was a rumor. Something a, a rumor. rumor. Okay. okay, nothing has well. been confirmed. No talk has either happened. way. Yeah, Kinda but lame. anyway, so that's our review of uh, number twenty-five. Wait, and we won't be getting the enough. hand. The hand. Oh well, I mean. He still doesn't have. I don't a hand. like the hand. Uh, I like I mean, being full stop. It's gone. It's gone. You know what can you I do? I don't like the hand. But here's I, the thing: it's still sitting there. Why don't they just go find it? You look, know? animal ate it. All right, animal no. was running away. It ate no. the hand. No, no, <laughs> they can just go find eat, it. Eat human flesh. Okay, they just well, just if all the of them are venom carnageized, they can just go find the hand. You know, they can at least just go look for it. You know. But yeah, just no, I'm attached, please. Or they could just make him a synthetic hand either. instead. <laughs> I I'd hoped he would get it back normally, but it yeah, I don't know. I, I don't I don't I want love, that hand that back. back. I don't want to have figures in like five years of Eddie without a hand. I'm not I'm not gonna like it. You can make I'm one right now. Like you can make one right now. Yeah, just <laughs> cut it off and I'm not gonna like it. I mean I he's uh he's stock Eddie back. Now he's uh, reached uh, Flash Thompson status in a way. Yeah, well, not that bad. <laughs> we're, we're, we're all you know, they can't have... severed. The symbiote loves people with severed limbs. <laughs> so. I suppose. But it's just a tr- <gasps> That's it, guys. It lied that it can't heal the hand, so it has to... So so that Eddie has to like rely on him more. <gasps> Still in a toxic relationship, guys. It's awful. Yep. It's awful. All and right. peaches. <laughs> yep. All right. So yeah, that's that's it for Venom twenty five, and it's going to be a while since uh, until we get number twenty six again, um, which I'll discuss it at the end of the podcast. But um, next up, we move on to Screen Curse of Cars number six. Now, recent news came out, and this is a, just a little disappointing. Um, not really for me since I don't get physical comics, but uh, this series has now gone to digital only, which means that uh, single issues um, published monthly will only be published digitally on Comixology and the Marvel Comics app. Um, there will be no print um, books printed, so you can't get this at the comic book store anymore. They but will the continue- variants. Yeah, the variants are all Rip gone. Rip the variants. Boo. The variants Rip are gone. Boo. And uh, the trade paperback collections will be printed uh, when they come out. But single issues, Boo. we're out now. 
And Boo. it's a real shame, especially after this issue, because this is like this is the first issue of the next arc, and it was an oversized issue, and it was amazing, to put it simply. Yeah. At least for me, yeah. I don't know about you guys. No, I'm, 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 I've been on the scream train the whole time, and I'm absolutely agreeing. Just, I adore this book. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, uh, I mean, I'm always kind of ant. Eh on books in general i'm not hating it you know i'm just kind of indifferent still um but i do think that it is pretty kind of jarring but i mean it's kind of cool that we went from this maintained arc that was the fallout from absolute carnage and we had big mother and now it kind of jumps to a story about kingpin and Sandman and Punisher, which is, you know, you're the one who was just saying in Venom, you want arcs in between. Hold on, hold up. (laughs) I'm not finished. I think that was kind of jarring, but I do think it's pretty cool that we're going to see Scream uh, fighting against other people. I'm just saying with Venom, it it just took way too long, way too long. So, you know, so it's like at least Scream isn't staying focused on the null stuff so yeah there i don't think there was a single mention of null at all was there well like you know what i mean you know like big mother and yeah know, there's, there's I'm just saying this issue stuff like that yeah this this issue yeah. had almost nothing to do with null like the only thing it had anything to do with even remotely related to that is uh just some fallout from absolute carnage but even which that, is still cool yeah I, I mean it's called curse of carnage because you gotta sell books, so. <laughs> now, like what I, what I'm gonna say is, is that I was kind of a little hesitant at first because I thought to myself, Scream going up against with Sandman and Punisher, and I'm like, that's a very, a very strange combination to put her against, right? Because I'm like saying to myself, is this gonna work? And then that, as I'm reading the issue, I'm like, okay, I see, I see what Clay's doing here. Okay, I'm in, and actually, it surprisingly works out well. The whole the whole plot of this issue, so I. You know, I was actually impressed. It was actually a really good read. Yeah, and I, I'll, I'll say I think it was a very strong start to a new arc and introducing what I really love, the fact that he is reaching so far into the obscure Marvel history, grabbing these two, one, like, two pages I think they appeared on, villains called The Creeps, <laughs> just from an X-Men blockbuster PSA. <laughs> <laughs> And I so what think, do these guys do? They just abduct kids? That, they that they tried to abduct Jubilee, like and that was it. Oh, okay. Like she called hmm. police co- over. And it was just like a throwaway Stranger Danger PSA. But now I love that Clay has twisted this into making them like horror villains that are locking up children in a basement. And I, I just think that's a very cool thing to do, especially digging in the continuity like that. There, there was a lot. There was a, a a distinct theme in this issue about um, child endangerment and abuse and all of that between um, the Sandman and Punisher story, in which they were uh, hunting down a um, a pedophile, and then um, the creeps kidnapping children and basically keeping them locked away until they die, and then in the end. Um, Mrs. Demigoblin makes her return, and she has a cult of kids now working for her. Yeah, this. Dun, uh, dun, dun. Yeah, yeah. This uh, reminded me of the Toxin series we got, you know, years. Well, what at least I, yeah, fifteen, I was sort fourteen of years the same ago. Thing. 
with the Razor yeah. Fist's cult or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, so that was cool. And I don't think we ever got any uh, uh, finale to all those kids who actually went out and started murdering people. So, no, they but didn't. Anyway. That was just that was a lot teaser where yeah. these murderous kids are in the yeah. wild, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, it is cool. We get to see uh, Shriek kind of back as this, as this like, demogoblin thing. I uh, still don't... Eat, I'm, I'm not entirely sold on her being demogoblin, Same. Same. but uh, I'm interested to see what happens because it looks like I mean, you know there's going to be some hell power things yeah, happening later. Some trade off maybe with uh, yes. a scream maybe taking the demon out of her or something. Yeah, so scream can maybe take it off, and I'm also interested if we're going to see doppelganger in this too because he usually follows along with her no and Doppel- wait no yeah. isn't he in ravencroft he's in well, ravencroft well, right he, no he was in ravencroft but one of the last ravencroft. things that happened in ravencroft that along with all the other inmates doppelganger did escape so mm, interesting interesting hmm. yeah hmm. now I'll, I'll make one note is is that i know that it was just later tied into um demogoblin's reappearance but uh the kids that were following her they were going around painting uh pumpkins like you know graffiti pumpkins and to me i was thinking oh man does this have something to do with jack-o'-lantern and are we finally going to get jack-o'-lantern versus andy again oh that, that would have been fun. yeah that'd be oh, cool yeah. so how would y'all feel if jack hooked up with demogoblin instead of cletus now that <laughs> I, I would be fine at this point i mean Cletus is apparently dead, so I'm fine with the. Uh, I, I don't like that on. either. I don't like that either. And <laughs> but anyway, also, also from the next issue, it kind of implies that Demogoblin might take the screen symbiote and bond to her. Apparently, if that's what I saw oh, from no, the no. source. Yeah, we think we think that's Andy taking the demon like somehow with her Hellmark. Yeah, like, so using we, her super to Cooper Hell powers. And um, hopefully she gets a new design because, um, you know, I, I, I still think it's kind of disingenuous to make it look like the original Scream and to, like, age Andy up just so she looks like Donna when she's not Donna. But, you know. Well, she's partially got a new design. It's like it's, she doesn't have the black face typically. She has the well, – that sounds bad. Well, I would say but, that uh, was just she, how she, Mooney draws Scream. But he, but he's still trying to make it look like the classic scream, just in his own, own little, yeah, I, you know, like design I, I have, twist. I actually don't mind it. So. Fan art so. Oh yeah, like there's lots of cool art where uh, scream looks more of like fire, and you have like the mania spikes and mark. Yeah, like there definitely is some cool things you could do with the design, and obviously now that the book is online only means that there's not a lot of folks reading the book and I promise you those guys will not care if you give her a new design. <laughs> right. So but but, uh, but um I, I I will say that I something else I appreciate about the book is the fact that I thought I was worried about Punisher and Sandman guest starring together in the same issue with her. And it's like it's a lot of heroes to deal with, but I thought it was handled very well. And not only do we get to see the Punisher in his classic look with the white boots and everything, which I thought was kinda cool. But we got to see Sandman in. Uh, I mean, I'm the bigger Spider-Man fan here, but we got to see Sandman in like a bit of a heroic ro- role again, which is something they've sort of been pushing a bit. I know in Zadarsky Spectacular, he was kind of being friendly with Spider-Man, and so I really appreciate that because there was a point when Sandman was on the Avengers, and so it was sort of like a win for Spider-Man where he did 
rehabilitate a villain. And so I thought it was really cool that Sandman was Sandman was basically in the same. Uh, he was on Scream's side essentially. They just didn't know each other were fighting for the same thing. He was trying to bring this guy to justice. Punisher trying to kill the guy, and then you know, yeah. Scream didn't want yeah. to kill the guy. So it, it was. Yeah. I really appreciated the character inter- interactions, especially you know not, now that Punisher knows who Andy is apparently. Yeah, yeah, I was just like I thought that was random. Like, how did he? How did they even know? Like, what he's about? He, she returned he's the, to the scene of the crime. He's the Punisher. <laughs> but like, it was pretty cool. Uh, Sandman and him didn't didn't overstay the welcome. They were kind of just there and gone in like five pages. So, uh, do we want to discuss uh, this new friend Andy has? Because I don't. Really well, I was about to. I was about to bring that up. And I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was going to say because Tyler, because you made a point about this on Twitter and. You kind of like were kind of guessing about the whole flirting thing between her and Andy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. even the symbiote's like, "What are these feelings?" <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I think it'd, it'd be cool because we haven't had any hint at Andy's sexual orientation before. So, if she's bi or lesbian, I think that that's cool representation for people. But you mean all that fan art of her in flashes and canon? What? <laughs> We don't talk about that, Aaron. So, uh, but but no. But I know it's so hard though, to can't she, lie to me. No, shut up. That's gross. But anyway, I I should say flash alarm. Uh, wee wee wee. She did mention him when talking about the Punisher. Because you know, does she even know that Flash was teammates with the Punisher? <laughs> because she was insulting the Punisher. Probably not. Like this would be Flash with if he didn't get over his PTSD. And then even but, the Punisher, but the, the Punisher end, has like, legs, though. So wow! I do like how the Punisher's like, "We make a good team," and she's like, "Screw you!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was a pretty that was pretty cool. But yes, I I enjoyed it. I'm still reading Venom and Scream. I'm just kind of indifferent. I mean, that's how I've always been. But yeah. You know, so here's, here's but the buy the book, please. Yes, there's please, the because, like what? Uh, yeah, because I know Ghost Rider is also online only, and Valkyrie. if we don't, yes, and it also kind of sucks because they don't release the numbers of their online book. So we, so this book could be canceled at at any freaking second. So please yeah, buy it. Yeah, Stop using those now stupid websites. Yeah. Buy it. Buy it, please. Now that it's online only, it's definitely in an extreme danger zone where I don't – I would be incredibly surprised if we get solicited more issues past 10. And, yes. But I'm, I'm crossing my fingers that we do. At, at the very least, I'd want 12 issues, but no, I'm going to take whatever I can get. So my thing is I think they would still get more if they still had it in print because even then, like, this issue was supposed to have four variants. And, and I know folks buy all five of them and – and they get them signed, all that stuff. I just think that they would still get more money if it was still in print, because if it's online, you know, all the folks that do online already know what the what the like illegal sites are. So why would they go out of their way just to buy it? Now that's that's something I want to point out as well is this whole digital only initiative now that Marvel is using on certain books. Is this Marvel's kiss of death for these books? Is this them saying, "Hey, yes. this is it. These I, books are their last is. legs"? Because it, 100% it, would, is. it would be nicer if it would, it was like you know these books are in danger, but if there's an avenue where we could 
move them back into a print, uh, you know, a print publication, that'd be great. You know, say, hey, if it meets a certain quota, let's reconsider uh, publishing it print again or something, you know? Yeah. Now, I think this series would have had a strong leg to stand on. It could probably push 50 issues if it was still Donna. But, you know, that's just... No. The whole... I really I don't think me. it would have mattered. I really don't think it would have... Yeah, no, different. no, no. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I really... I'm enjoying the book, and after reading uh, issue six, like, I, I want this to continue, right? It's really unfortunate, the circumstances of what's going on in the world today, but... I, I hope that this series can last as much as it can. And, you know, if it does get canceled, I mean, who knows? Maybe in the future it could get relaunched and they could just call it Scream. But, you know, that's just wishful thinking at this point. But, it, you know. So here's just... my thing, too. I also said online when they first said that it was online only is that Andy Bitten is just cursed. She can't have anything, dude. <laughs> Look, she's, she's I, just I'll cursed. take what she is getting. All right. <laughs> yeah, for five more issues. I mean, yeah, we we wanted There's this more for so than long. Nova got, all right. Just sure, but Nova. even then, <laughs> when when Scream gets canceled, she's just going to be at the mercy of Tony Cates. And, and why must the we good die that. young? <laughs> I don't know if we want that. You know, but I don't know, man. Just buy it, even though you don't want to. Yeah, buy just, it. If yeah. you don't like digital, buy it anyway. Buy it anyway. Yeah. Support this book. So, yeah, for me, for my... Sorry, go on. Yeah, I was just going to just make a quick note. The quality has not at all dropped. The story nope. is still great. We still get great art from Chris Mooneyham. We still get a great story uh, from... Um, Man, why Clay, am I blanking? Yeah, I Clay. keep on blanking on these names. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Clay <laughs> Chapman. So Clay Chapman, sorry, and <laughs> McCloyd. Yeah. <laughs> so so yeah, it's like nothing has changed with this book. The only thing that has changed is where it is available. So, I mean, I know you want to support your comic shops, guys, but if you really love this series, continue to support it by buying digital. And you can buy the trade later. So yes, yeah, I'm uh-huh. going to. Like I don't yeah, usually buy the trade. book in the trade, but in this case, I'm going because I love the book that much. But um, I I will say I I didn't touch on the art at all, uh, because you you brought up the artist uh, Mooneyham. I will say that I think I like him better than Gary Brown, who was doing most of the issues in between. Like I I know uh, Mooneyham did the first issue, I believe, and then he did the Thor's backups for the other issues. But I really love Mooneyham. The, oh, yeah. Punisher, the Punisher Sandman scream fight was gorgeous. Like I, it just fits the book so well. And I, yeah, absolutely. And Gary Brown didn't do a bad job, but I, I just really love Mooneyham. Yeah, and uh, I would say his um, his demigoblin is pretty rocking as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She gets good, a yeah. tiny little redesign. That's not a huge deal, you know. She just has some more. Uh, you know, some more. I don't know how you want to say it. She has a more more cloth on her this time. More cloth, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's cool, I guess. I mean, again, for me, like I had to, I had to sign up for the subscription service because I I want to support the I want to support this title digitally now, right? But I, I mean, personally, for me, like I I'm a physical comic book guy. 
but you know if if this is how you know if this is my way of supporting the book I'll, I'll gladly do it because scream has been a really fun ride and um for all the listeners out there um i give venom number 25 uh, a 7 out of 10 and for uh issue 6 of scream curse of carnage i give it a, a 9 out of 10 and also when you buy it online make sure you rate it because i like seeing you know like which which ones always sell the most like what are the popular books because you see you know like 35 folks like rated this one so so like if you buy it online make sure you rate it so they actually see oh well oh well like all all these folks are enjoying the book let's you know let's just keep doing it so make sure you go back and rate the book yeah so yeah i'm doing that right now (laughs) yeah so uh to to echo um to echo Carlos, I would say Venom uh, twenty five. I would say I'd give an eight, maybe out of ten, because I still enjoyed it. Even though, yeah, I am a bit tired of the whole, uh, you know. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, um, I'll give uh, Venom uh, a seven out of ten. Too much null. <laughs> and uh yeah no yeah. is coming no is coming yeah and, then, and uh scream uh scream is all right i'm i'll give scream a, a seven too just because i'm i'm always kind of scream, scream is a 10 for me 100 oh yeah 100 yeah. a 10 here as well love it all right well um that wraps up today's episode now it's unclear whether we will be back with more comic reviews until july since there will be no new venom issues in june and Scream Curse of Carnage number 7 has not been scheduled for publication yet. But we will be back in a week for a special episode to tide you over. Join us Saturday, June 13th at 11 a.m. Pacific Time uh, slash 2 p.m. Eastern Time on our Discord server for a live recording featuring guest host and Scream Curse of Carnage writer Clay McLeod Chapman. We're super excited to have Clay join the show for a special episode. Who knows, maybe you'll even get a chance to ask him a question during our live recording, but only if you join the audience on Discord, so get registered. You can listen to We Are Venomaniacs on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Music and iTunes, Google Play Music, and YouTube. We can also be found on Twitter at WAV underscore podcast. Check out our Discord server where you can geek out with a community of Venomaniacs like us. As always, thanks to my fellow co-hosts, Carlos, Tyler, and Aaron for joining me today. Thanks for listening, guys. Yep, glad to be here, as always. And thanks to the Venom site for permitting us to make this podcast under the TVS banner and all of your generous support. And finally, thank you, loyal listeners and fellow Venomaniacs. You guys make an awesome community, and it's an honor to be your voice on the airwaves. Together, we are Venomaniacs. And now, a word from one of our partners at The Collective, a network of superhero podcasts. Hey everyone, this is Brian, the host of Inner Demons, the Ghost Rider podcast. And since 2017, Inner Demons has been the best place on the web for news, reviews, and regular discussion with our listeners about Marvel's Spirit of Vengeance, Ghost Rider. You can find us on Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and many other podcast catchers, as well as on Twitter, at InnerDemonsGR. Remember, listening to your Inner Demons is not always a bad thing. Ride on.